Hosting for this podcast is made possible through mtgcast.com, which is supported by a generous contribution from quietspeculation.com, Magic's premier trading and financial news site. Hello, everybody. Welcome to East West Draftcast, the best draftcast on the internet. This is your host, Jeff. I am here. Uh, you probably just listened or recently listened to an episode by Greg and the wonderful Russell, his brother. I was not on that podcast. What happened? Uh, if you notice, I'm not introducing Greg right now because he's not here. We're doing two separate podcasts, one after the other. My co-host, Ryan Hogan. How's it going? Great. Great being temporary, Greg. Oh, it's it probably yes. feels pretty amazing. Yes. Uh, it feels good. It feels good to be in the big shoes. Yeah, big. Greg big is shoes. uh, yeah, Greg is quite the quite the host and uh, big shoes to fill. So, yeah, hope to do it tonight. So we are here to talk about fucking Theros, and there's my first f bomb. Fucking Theros. <laughs> is this about the time that you explain to the listeners what's going on before this podcast or? Oh, sure. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're here to talk spoilers. And, um, we are feeling good. Is that, is that, is that what you want to talk about here, Ryan? Feeling groovy. Feeling groovy. Um, yeah, yeah, we'd, uh, we'd propose doing a, a podcast, a little, a uh, little homage to drunk history. Yeah. Um, we're probably not nearly that drunk at all. But. <laughs> Getting there. I mean, this is this is minute one. We dropped an f bomb. Mark it. Ten seconds into it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, uh, that's that's fairly par for the course for me. But uh, yeah, we're here to talk. We we'll talk about Theros spoilers. We're going to talk about. Um, that's that's all we're going to talk about because there's a whole lot of spoilers to talk about, man. Hell yeah, two hundred forty nine. Yeah, uh, we're totally not going to go through all of them, because rares and mythics are a waste of time to talk about. And that's when John Lollman stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. Um, but yeah, so uh, do you want to jump into the spoiler here, or is there any like comments on the set you want to say first, or talk about? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, I'm sure everyone has a... A general feel to the set that they're they're putting into words, putting into thoughts right now, and I'm sure you have some too. But uh, I mean, any set that comes uh, as summer is ending, as fall's beginning, fall coming like as the extra incentive to hole up in your rooms, in your pizza parlors, wherever you're playing Magic, and you know, get back to it, get back to that game that you absolutely love, especially for the more experienced players that got bored with core set. And used that time where hopefully, you know, you had other things to do or better sets to play. Used it to just take a step back from core. And now a new set comes out and a new set that's full of flavor, full of new mechanics, and in some cases old rewarded ones. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm as excited about this set as I've been for any set since, since Innistrad. Um, oh, wow. More excited yeah. than Return to Ravnica. Yes, yes, more excited than Return to Ravnica. I mean, I'm definitely not. More of 
more of a personal uh, story rather than a comment on the set. So it's might be maybe not so relevant. But yeah, I'm a uh, I'm really stoked to get back to, to playing more Magic, to playing with some of the uh, the burgeoning Pro Tour society that's in Santa Cruz, where we've got you know. Uh, for one, Nathan Holiday, the Grand Prix winner, who's a regular at Tuesday nights where we where we normally draft, uh, kicking our ass amongst amongst other names. Um, oh, I was gonna say past and present pro tour, but unfortunately it's past right now since Greg <laughs> is not back on it. Neither is Boland, and so on and so forth. Um, Scrubbing yeah, out. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm uh, I'm really curious to see how people respond to the flavor of the set, the mechanics of the set. Um, yeah, the fl- the flavor is good. It's pretty good. Uh, I was excited when I heard the top down design being ancient Greece. I would say that I'm slightly disappointed in the execution, but overall, it's still pretty good. Is there anything that you were specifically looking for no. in the top down execution? Something that you had had? I mean, you and Greg were designing sets before. You are designing sets, so you have the eye of the development team, the design team. Do you have, did you have like an idea, like a mechanic that you thought would be fitting to the theme or more flavor fitting to ancient Greece? Um, no, I don't think so. I think that they got the mechanics. I mean, the mechanics feel right for the world. They're kind of boring mechanics in my opinion, or some of them are anyway, I should say. But, um, they don't mill. <laughs> they don't mill. That's the big problem. Uh, no, I think I, I didn't really have anything in mind as the problem. Like when I, when Innistrad was like, oh, it's a top-down gothic horror theme set, and I'm not a big gothic horror nut or anything like that, but the set came out and the flavor was just so good and just felt so good, where when they said Greek myth stuff, which I'm way bigger of a fan than Gothic Horror, I was like, oh, crap, this is going to be even cooler. Mm-hmm. And it's just not. It's not as cool as Innistrad, sorry. But Okay. Okay. Not as many many Shivas, as many Gorgons as you like, or... Yeah. Or what? Like, what, um, was there something specific? I mean, outside of just what magic could do mechanically? You know, you know what so they're like, missing, in my opinion, is there's not enough named heroes... Yes. Okay. So, okay. like, when I think of Greek myth, I think of, like, Hercules, Perseus, yeah. like, these demigod people that that are just perfect for, you know, like, I'm really, like, the champions of Kamigawa block, where they focused on legendary creatures, that was a theme in the set, I think that would have been perfect for this set, too. And they didn't do that. And, I don't know, I think that's a missed opportunity, although legendary is kind of an annoying rule. But just it's just flavor just would work really well. But yeah, yeah, maybe maybe at the rare and uh, mythic rare spots. Do you think it, like it should have been not necessarily you know set wide or rarity wide that they would do the the flavor of the legendary creatures or legendary anything? But um, yeah, I mean they maybe did, they they, would, hmm? they did good with the gods. I thought, but yeah, I mean hopefully I'm, there's still two more sets. So, I mean, we might get things like that. So I really might eat my words right now. The whole vision is not out yet, so. Yes, yes. 
Um, there might be, and, and the other thing is like Titans, like Titans versus gods would have been a cool theme. I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, do you think they would uh, reintroduce Titans? I mean, they've they've really pushed yeah. what creatures could be. I would, it wouldn't surprise me all that much. Playing, I, basically. I think people would be upset though if they actually reprinted all the Titans, because uh-huh. those cards really dominate <laughs> the, the uh, constructed scene. But would they still dominate? As it is now. I mean, when they dominated years past. I mean, I think so. here we are. We're talking about limited, and then to talk about Titans, you have to talk about it in the constructed. Uh, yeah, the constructed, I'm. The constructed everyone master. knows who listens to this podcast that I am a constructed master. <laughs> um, so obviously, forty-two rating online. What? What? <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Uh, have you looked at my constructed rating? Online? No, I just oh. tossed out a number that was below 1,600. <laughs> it's probably lower than that. I did play Constructed for, like, two weeks online, and I don't think okay. I did well, so... So, yeah, K-16, yeah, yeah, you could lose more than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I'm... <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, I'm with you. Mine, mine is, is no better, but... uh. I don't know. I, I Truthfully, we're probably tangenting too much. We should get into these spoilers. Okay. Um... So you want to start at the top of the list? Uh, I don't know where the top of the list is for you. What list are you looking at right now? You're on uh, the Wizards, the complete spoiler, or you're at Salvation? Or... I'm actually at Planeswalker Library, or Planeswalkerslibrary.com. I uh, did a little filtering, so I'm only looking at commons and uncommons, and I'm going to go through from the top there, which is Wooberg style. Berg it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally in. Let me, um... Well, I'll probably be able to follow you as it is. Yeah, so alright. So, so let's start with Battlewise Valor. Uh, instant... Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna read what all these cards do. We're just gonna talk about them in a general sense. Um, if you're driving or something and you don't know what they do, hopefully you can glean what we're, what they do by what we talk about with them. But this is a okay, com- so this- combat trick. Uh, plus two, plus two, and scry one. And it seems awesome to me. Why does it seem awesome to you? I mean, because two mana for plus two plus two, not very good in a normal sense, but it's the scry, right? Oh, yeah. Just so I, I look at scry one to equal approximately draw one-third card or something. That seems fair. That seems fair for every land that you don't want or every card that you don't want when you need a land. Right. Yeah. One-third of the time you... Totally. You get to have that choice, and you've missed, and you get to dig one deeper. Right. So this is, like, uh, a nice little trick. I mean, it's not. It's it's just at the cusp of being the right price for a pump spell for me to not scoff at it. I mean, mm-hmm. w- once a pump spell costs three, it better be really good pump spell. Yeah, yeah. Um, for it, when it's two or one, it's like, yeah, it doesn't have to be great. Especially in a set like this with, and what, what my opinion is, awful removal. So, so I'm looking at this and thinking, this is gonna be like a removal spell, and I get to draw a third of a card. I'm, I'm liking it. Um, not to mention heroic, and all those shenanigans. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, all those shenanigans. Heroic is, um, in my mind, it's, obviously it's a new keyword, but it's also gonna be a major part of the draft archetypes where heroic, I, believe will be just like the key to draft in most uh aggro decks but yeah i like this card too i think 
everyone likes choice. And when you get more experience in the game, everyone likes um, to not have dead turns or decisionless turns necessarily. So to have a, to have the ability to scry and as they printed scry in every color, mm-hmm. I think that's a great, an absolutely great idea for the game. It's going to make limited play, especially as scry is showing up on so many common cards, uh, all the more enjoyable for everyone involved, where we're going to have to actually be tested on more turns than we've ever been tested on before. Totally. And I can expand on that, but uh, I'm completely with you. I like this card, and I'm pretty sure we'll say that about every card that has Scry, unless it's ridiculously overcosted, which I I haven't seen or can't remember right now. Yeah, most of them are great. So this one's great. Uh, I love it. All right. Calvary Pegasus size. Uh, one one flying guy that jumps your humans uh, seems Pops your humans if you will seems pretty solid in an aggressive white strategy. Yeah, uh, jumping all your ground guys feels pretty good. Giving your white guys some much needed hops. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, not much more to say on that one. But uh, chosen by Heliod. This is a uh, cycle. It's these enchantments that draw you a card when they enter the battlefield. Yes. This one's plus O plus two, which is pretty lame. Pretty forgettable. Uh, I would say this is generally on the sidelines. Because the drawing card part of it feels like the best part of the card. And whenever, when yeah. that's the case, that's probably not good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's no scroll of Avacyn. Where you're just <laughs> stoked because you have 18 lands and four fucking scrolls in your deck. Like, Thank God I have these scrolls to round out my numbers. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the set. It seems like most of the cards are playable. So to just play a cycler is going to be a rare occurrence. Yeah, this this one doesn't feel very playable, but, uh, but I mean, her- heroic does exist. Exactly. Exactly. So every card that has heroic gives you that incentive, but. Most of the heroic cards are low casting costs and somewhat aggressive creatures. Yeah, they don't want plus so, opus too. Yeah, yeah. The green ones are a little slower and they have the you know the counter effect, but yeah, the green ones are necessarily O plus two. They they already get massive exactly, yeah. so they don't need the the bigger butt. All right, um, Dauntless onslaught. This is an uncommon. Uh, up to two target creatures each get plus two plus two instant three mana. Feeling pretty sexy. Feeling pretty sexy. It's a three-mana pump spell, but it targets two creatures. Yeah, we talked about the three-mana pump spells. Better be awesome. Turns out, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Because because it targets two creatures, right? I mean, yeah. plus two, plus two. Like, if it was one, one, wouldn't be quite as good, right? I right. mean, well, obviously it wouldn't be quite as good, but it wouldn't be maybe necessarily playable unless oh, they had the heroic mechanic. And th- this is the first of the cycle. This is the first of the... A common cycle of targeting two, uh, two creatures, or up to two creatures. So yeah. if the best way to abuse that is with Heroic, and Heroic is mainly aggressive, what is going to make the best up to ta- two target creatures spell? Is it going to be the effect or the casting cost? And that's going to be... I, I don't have a good answer for it, but yeah. the white one is the second most expensive one behind the black one, which we'll get to, but... Yeah, but this I, one I, I is, love it. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a lava axe if you need it to be. It's like a two for one in combat if you need it to be. It's it's very versatile and I like it a lot. 
Um, yeah, I think it'll be played a lot. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Heroic is the most, or excuse me, white has the most heroic cards. So hmm. being able to target more heroic creatures, um, or having a spell that targets, you know, the heroic creatures in your color that is also aggressive for an aggressive mechanic seems great. And I think it's going to be a high pick when you're in that deck. All right, Decorated Griffin. Uh, this is an uncommon. We're really not going to talk about this one much because it's five mana for a 2-3 flying with a, <laughs> with an ability that feels pretty mediocre. Overcosted, right? I mean, like, it costs yeah. one. You feel much better about it. Oh, it'd be really good if it cost one. Very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> very good at one. But well, at two mana, it's like you need, you need to keep up way too much to protect yourself and... Uh, yeah, it, it just feels like a 5-mana 2-3 flying, which feels unplayable, really. From what I've seen of the rest of the flyers, yeah, the 2-3 is not the, the what is it, the Griffin, the the white-white 1 Griffin from Return oh, yeah. to Ravnica, which is very good against a lot of flyers. It's It seems, yeah, it seems poor. Yeah. Uh, Divine Verdict, first removal spell. We got a reprint, destroy attacking or blocking for 4. Um... I think the removal's really bad, so this is probably one of the better removal spells, which is sad. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, for what it needs to kill, it seems sad. Whoa. But you're trying to kill, like, let's say, unconditional removal that gets a monstrous creature, right? Yeah, that's so the it best gets case it. scenario. Yeah, be- best case, yeah. Best case scenario, it just gets it outright. It's also got the flavor win. I mean, in a set with yeah. gods. It's the first time we've had gods, and we've we already had a card products. reprint with divine in it. It's... Oh, there's a lot of divine cards. They could have printed a lot of them. What are the other ones? There's like divine offering and. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The wasn't there like divine transformation, or is that something else? I'll take your word on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot. Anyway, I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... We, we've played with this before. We know where it's where it lies. I think in this set it'll be slightly better than normal. Completely with you. I mean, the, I think the last time we saw it was a, either a core set or sharp <laughs> block. I, I believe it's M13. Is... M13? Okay, so... So pretty recently. But yeah. um, anyway, moving on, Afara's Warden. We got a four mana one to tap it to tap a creature with power three or less. Has there ever been a four mana one two that you wanted to play? Uh, no. I don't mean just to ask you, but like everyone else is listening right now should ask themselves that. Like, what's the last four mana one two that you just were so stoked to wield <laughs> for? <laughs> you slammed. Yeah, it's uh, very rare. This, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to judge because there's the removal is so bad, but I think this this looks pretty bad. Um, I mean, it doesn't turn on until the turn after it comes into play. And by that time, you know, hopefully the thing you really want to kill, or not hopefully, but probably, it's going to be bigger than three, so... Exactly, exactly. If it was costed, let's say it was costed three, you feel differently about it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it would actually be pretty decent, but but at four mana, it feels pretty bad, and uh, probably a 23rd card. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. A very, very bad core slinger. Unless we've completely evaluated the set wrong. This is a bad card, and no one's gonna play it. Yeah. It just, yeah, doesn't seem uh, doesn't seem playable in any sense of form. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Um, Evangel of Heliod. 
we got this six mana one three. Talk about uh, the four mana one two. Add two more mana and just one toughness. Uh, and you get <laughs> but, you get a bunch of creatures based on how many white uh, symbols you have on permanents in play. Pastel creatures, apparently, from the picture. The what creatures? Pastel. I'm just looking at the uh, the color. Oh, the art palette of the, uh, the the art. Yeah. I really like the art as it is. I mean, it's I think it's one of the cards that might be picked higher because it looks so good. But uh, <laughs> it looks like very fitting what the card does. You know, sometimes it's like in terms of like the gods' weapons, where it's like here's a weapon floating in the sky, where it's like <laughs> they made a weapon and slapped it on a generic background. Yeah, like this card seems flavorfully whole, and I, I could see this being picked higher than it necessarily should be, but. Uh, it's looking to me like it's not very good at all, but, uh, I mean, on its own, it puts two one ones and a 1-3 into play for 6 mana. Uh, I think, on average, it'll probably be maybe three and a half one ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I feel like 6 mana needs to do more in this set, but I could be wrong. Um, I mean, that's a lot of creatures for, for 6 mana. I don't know, maybe... A, a Dying Charge would make a big difference in the set, something like that, which you have yeah, to which we don't have. Uh, yes. We do have the, the on, onslaught, we said, but we, we only need two guys for that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So three and a half can do the trick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we do have a... There is a heroic guy, which I think we're going to come up to soon, who who can pump them all, but... Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not, not too thrilled on that one. All right. Yeah. Neither am I. Neither am I. At five, I like it, but at six, in the deck that really wants to swarm, probably a little too expensive. Yeah. Favorite hoplite. We have one mana, one, two. Squire time. Uh, but he gets bigger when you target him and stays alive. Uh, yeah. Let's compare some one twos. How, how does this one compare to the last one? Probably. Well, probably. I think so. Um, yeah, so this one is. It's it's kind of a, a probably kind of a crux of the aggressive heroic type deck, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty important one, especially like I don't know, it might be the most important one for all I know, because it's a it's a one drop. You don't get many of those. And you can just yeah, start yeah. assembling your Voltron right away on mm-hmm. turn two. So feels pretty. I'm uh I'm with you. I love it. Um, I don't know how it compares to the. The other heroic uncommon that we'll get to, but feels better. But. Yeah, one mana or one drops, I should say, are just so much at a premium when you're playing an aggro deck that I would have to figure that this is more important. Yeah, even if the other one is giving an anthem. Totally. I mean, you would always rather have a trained Caracal in the uh, <laughs> or a deck back in. Was <laughs> Return it? Return to Ravnica. Ravnica. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Just Return to Ravnica, man. <laughs> <laughs> what a set where you got to play that card. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a pretty good set. RTF yeah. alone, that was pretty good. Yeah. Gate Crash was awful. Um, yeah, Gate Crash ruined it. But all right. Anyway, Glare of Heresy. Um, this is Exile Target White Permanent. Uh, definitely just a sideboard card. But it's a very powerful sideboard card, right? Yeah. So it's like maybe you Celestial take it... Purge kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. The problem I think is, you take this... Keep on going, sorry. The problem is with all these... This this is a cycle. Um, with all these cycles is that by the fact that you're taking it, you're taking away white permanence for other people 
to be drafting. You know what I mean? Where Celestial Purge feels way better than this because if you're drafting white, you know, other people, like, you're not taking away the black and red permanents to get rid of. Where with this one, you're drafting white, so. Yes, and there's there's no way to change the color of a permanent in play in this set. From what I know, or at least it if there is, jump. you have to jump hoops, and it's not worth it, so. Okay, that's a lot of hoops. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm really good analogy on comparing to the purge, which is also an instant. So yeah, this is just worse in every way. I don't know. Maybe you. All of these I, cards feel really, really like I. I would pick these pretty low because they're they'll probably be good in one, only one match around if you're lucky. I feel like. In general, they'll probably just not be played. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You only get I'm, uh, matches, and you're one of the that colors drafters. So there's probably only one to two more. I'm I'm completely in agreement with you, especially for this one in white, where there seems to be an incentive in some of like the mechanics that you want to build around, especially in in heroic or uh, devotion, where there's an extra incentive. To be in uh in that color, heroic being the um the uncommon heroic creature we haven't got to, but yeah yeah you want to you want to really hoard the color that you're in yeah and uh, two colors that do that the most are white and black, which probably have the best ones of these in in this cycle, which okay it's kind of fitting I don't know yeah but yeah it's a it's a fine sideboard card for when it comes up and it's very powerful for when it comes up but it's very binary right yes as, as a very powerful sideboard card can sometimes be or often be all right anyway god's willing uh we got ourselves a protection with scry on top for one mana god one damn mana. i love that i mean what's not to love about this card this is awesome this got elspeth she's looking good um <laughs> Oh, I'm with you. I, I think Scry is an ability that you tack one mana onto the cost of an effect in most cases. Scry one? I'd say yeah. maybe a little less than one mana. but Le- Less than one? So, like, you got Magma Jet. It's two for a shock. You Scry, it's up to one. We've seen some other Scrys, and we'll see many more. It seems, yeah. It's hard to make something cast less than one. <laughs> You can. But, but one for two abilities. Like, well, the scry, which is one-third of a card, and a really a really good effect, a deceptively good effect. I mean, this has been printed on core set cards without the scry. Like, this exact reading of this card, right? Okay. Or, or maybe uh, not. Maybe, maybe I think of Apostle's Blessing in Mirrodin Block, which is one in a Phryxian. There was a card. I'm Now that I'm thinking about it, I think maybe it could target your opponent's creatures. Which would be nice in this set because you can oh make, very nice make make auras drop, but Oof. but you can't. Um, but still, seems good. Um, yeah, I mean it's a trick. We've talked about two tricks already. I've liked both of them. Obviously, you can't just fill your deck with tricks. So uh, maybe not the highest of picks, both of the ones we've talked about. But but I just love them. I just love yeah. Scrying. You don't pick that trick high, but no. Yeah, I, I I like it too. I mean. Let's see if there's a scry card where we don't like. Yeah. Not knowing the rest of the scry cards, I don't know what the over-under is on that. I think but. it's pretty low, uh, but we'll see. Um, we have Heliod's Emissary next. This is our first card with Bestow, an enchantment creature. 
as a four mana three three um with what looks like oh whenever it attacks tap a creature pretty awesome yeah uh, very good can tack it onto another creature for seven mana which is a lot of money here but uh I mean it's fine on its own just as a four mana three three so I like it um and hell if you're if you're feeling like you're getting up to seven this game why not hold on to it because uh yeah I can't believe that bestow has been the, the you you know how that works right bestow yeah that if the creature that's being targeted by the bestow goes away. is killed in response it still, it still enters the battlefield as the creature that's so ridiculous that's a good thing to bring up right now since that's a very particular mechanic to this set yeah particular and it's completely rules, counterintuitive rules by the way that you read how bestow works you would assume yeah. that it gets countered but the, they actually have like a little caveat rule in the comprehensive rules for bestow to say no 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 it turns into a creature on the stack, essentially, which is weird. But uh, it does resolve as a creature, and I don't know, it's it's weird. Which can definitely justify the seven mana bestow costs and so on. Yeah, where, totally. Yeah, like it, you're not going to necessarily invest in that for the two for one for such a small effect in some of the bestows. Right. Cases. When I so, originally, I, I like it. Yeah. When I originally read the ones that that cost seven, I was like, that's that's just never going to be cast. No one's going to put that kind of you know, that's a frightening cost to pay when it's yes. two for one. But um, anyway, moving on. Hopeful Eidolon, or Eidolon, uh, pretty much only cast as a bestow card. Well, I guess it is a it is a trained Karakal now, isn't it? I, I see a one mono one <laughs> one. So it has lifelink. Like Karakal was one one lifelink or one two lifelink. It was a, It doesn't. Really matter except for in what was that the the one mana? It was a one one overload card. One one, yeah. 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 So is this one mana one one? Scarecrow. But it has bestow for four, and this is this is a nice thing to tag onto a creature. I mean, putting lifelink on a massive creature is always brutal. Um, yeah. This card it's kills. A mark of the vampire. It's a mark of the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's gonna like that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it feels playable. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. It, um, probably one of the worst bestow cards. One of the worst. One of the worst. All right, next card is Lagana Band Elder. Uh, three two for three. If you control enchantments, gain three life. Feeling a lot like a centaur healer. Um, slightly worse, but easier to cast. Uh, I think it's pretty middle of the road. Very middle of the road. Yeah, relevant power and toughness for the cost with a slight upside in some conditions. Probably when it's cast later in the game when there aren't enchantments on the board. So, yeah, yeah I can dig it for the deck that wants to, you know, play a little slower. It seems seems fine, but not something you pick high. No. Uh, last breath. We got um, a, another removal spell. This one is a reprint. Uh, Two-cost exile creature with power two or less. Uh, controller gains four life. This is an instant, which is the only reason where I think this is any good. Um, because there are auras that aren't bestow creatures, a few. And, um, I don't know. I mean, just killing things at instant speed is generally useful. Uh, although very narrow. Very and, narrow. And not amazing. So this is a low pick again. Yeah. 
you can kill a one two for four, but uh, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, the problem with last breath is still the same. Where if you're aggro, you don't necess- you don't want to let them gain four life. If you're control, I think that's where it fits in that spot to get rid of those those pesky heroic creatures that you're facing on the uh, the opponent's board. You want to kill them before they get a lot of value off heroic. You don't care about the life. You're going to win the late game. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, next card, Leonin Snare Caster. We got essentially a reprint of Goblin Shortcutter in white. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that is generally on par for a, a solid two-drop. Um, and depending on the set, it could be insane. Like, when the original Goblin Shortcutter came out in Zendikar, card was fucking first pickable. <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is this is not going to be that level, prob- probably on the lower end of how good it is. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, any set, it's got to be less aggro than Zendikar, so it's got to be worse than Well, it's Shortcutter. definitely worse than Shortcutter. Even if white is that aggro color. But I- I'm completely with you. A later pick, but still fine in the aggro deck. Yeah. Um, observant Alcide. Uh, we got a. This is the common cycle of bestow cards, which are all like pretty damn awesome, in my opinion. Uh, this is the Vigilant Two Two. Um, bestows for five. Yeah, just is like uh, Knightly Valor, but um, I mean it's almost exactly like Knightly Valor, or, but it has two modes. Yeah. Which is even or better. Mammoth, Mammoth Umbro too, right? That was five mana. That was plus three, plus three in Vigilance. It's yeah, it's, it's between those two cards, and I think it's not very good at either casting cost, right? And I feel like that's but where you should have a card with multiple exactly. options. Yeah, yeah, where it's not overpowered at one of them and bad another. Where each one of them is just you pay slightly more just to have the option. I feel like they just did a perfect design with this card. Yeah. Maybe Bestow could have been four, but Nah, nah, I think five is perfect. Five is perfect. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Five five over four. Four is too powerful. Great cycle. Great design. Yeah, it is great. Uh Ordeal of Heliod. Uh or Heliod. Man. I hate that they have invented way too many words in this new set. <laughs> it's like when they're real word, it's it's like I can look up the pronunciation, but I can't. I'm such a nerd for that kind of crap too. But are you? Because I, I looked a lot, up a lot of them. Like Hoplite, I'm waiting to play that in Scrabble right now. Hoplite, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I often look up the pronunciations of things. Like uh, Tysis is a good one. Tysis, how do you spell that one? P a P T H. No, you know the card. It was in Modern oh, Masters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that card from uh, Modern Masters. Yeah, I pronounce that yeah. Tysis. But yeah, I, I look these things up. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this card, Ordeal of Heliod. Um, this is a cycle. Uh, slowly make growing your creatures until it does some sweet effect. Seems like. Slightly below par for an uncommon. Yeah. But with you. But probably playable, each one of these. I'd, well, look at this one. Like, you want to attack and then, and then gain, gain 10 life? 10 life? I mean, if there was another condition yeah. that lets you gain 10 life, I'd like this one better. I would say... Some th- of the conditions are fine, yeah. or some of the outcomes are fine. The red but... one's pretty good. The red one actually burns things. and Okay. Yeah, but, but I think that's the only one that's like... 
pretty good. The rest of them are all like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, this is this is the I don't know. I mean, this, this is on the, on the low end. I think the black ones might be the worst one though. This is like the enchantment equivalent of a one two for four. So it's, I don't know. You'll play it to twenty third, but you're probably not happy about it. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. All right, Phalanx Leader. We've been talking about this guy a bit. Yes. Uh, he's a white white for a one one heroic. Grows your entire team, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, although it feels a little weird in that, like heroic things tend to go with like a Voltron esque, like build one giant massive scary dude. Uh, where this is like, let's make everybody better, which kind of is counterintuitive for heroic. It goes with the red one, which we'll get to the red one drop heroic. Yeah, creature. totally. They fit. Really yes. Well Yes, but yeah, yeah. Like usually, usually the ones are building themselves up, right? You, the heroic oh, creatures. Sorry, I just got a big boner just thinking about. Uh, I've already forgotten the name of it. That, but that plus two plus two to two creatures thing. Yes, with, with, yes. With the red common guy, stack with those triggers right. Dauntless onslaught. Yeah, dauntless onslaught. Yeah. But you have to have targets before it goes on the stack. So you have to have your targets already. You can't target the one one that comes into play. No, but I'm saying you target the red guy and the this guy, and it makes okay. a one one and pumps your team, stack the triggers right, that one one that comes into play and becomes a two two. Yeah. I think that's kinda of like travel prep, sort of you win. Yeah. <laughs> it's really like there's hard. no coming back for that. I was just, just too gigantic thing. I don't know. It just came into my head. I was just like, Oh damn, that's gonna happen at it. some point and somebody's gonna cream that. Yeah, yeah. Um anyway, this next card is, is maybe more interesting to talk about, at least the first version of this. Ray of Disillusion. This is a an enchantment kill card. Three three mana instant and it gains you three life. What do you think about Enchantment Kill in this set? Is this main deckable? My my impression is it's just on the cusp. Just as like a just as Enchantment Artifact Destruction is just on the cusp in the current core set. And let's not get into that core set. It's core set. It's awful. <laughs> no need to waste time on it. But it's it's almost good enough. And I think what your inclination will be to put it main deck is based on what you've seen. Yeah. Uh, maybe enchantments as being such a major theme of this set, as it kind of has been in the core set, will uh, will make you main deck it. I but... think all of the bestow creatures are essentially playable, which and they're all enchantments at all times, even when they're creatures. So any color. So unlike other sort of like. Uh, the typical sideboard card, it could be playable against any deck in limited at any time. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised if a single enchantment destruction card is main decked in most decks. Would you board? Uh, would you board out your bestow cards if possible? If you knew they had this card, yeah, I... and your aggro, maybe your aggro in the game lives matter. Uh? I don't know, maybe. Something to think about. Yeah, that is interesting. But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just interested to know where that falls. I think I'm going to start by uh, by main decking one, maybe, if it dep- if I need it. Like, if I feel... Like, it's definitely a 23rd in my head. So uh-huh. if I feel there's a better fit for the synergy of my deck, obviously <laughs> it doesn't make it. But 
Um, I love how we describe cards like 23rd cards, where well, there's going to probably be like, like just, 23 23rd cards by the end of this draft, <laughs> the end of this talk. Well, it just uh, means ju- just on the cusp of being playable. Yeah, yeah I'm completely with you. Completely <laughs> but, with you. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. And I, I do think that uh, Enchantment Destruction is definitely main deckable and sealed. Because yeah. everyone's yeah. going to be playing a few enchantments at least, um, and... Some of the bigger bombs are enchantments, actually. All the gods are enchantments. So. I'm completely... Or indestructible, so you can't destroy them. Oh, shit, you're right. I told, yeah, I told yeah, you yeah. about that. Okay, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> otherwise, I still like it in Sealed. I think it'll it'll pop up enough that if you have a controlling deck where you get both the, the benefit of a removal spell and the life gain, the life gain that you want when you're playing control, mm-hmm. I like it main deck. Like, instant is instant is great. In certain decks, almost in all decks, but in certain decks, yeah. and the life gain could be could make or break in some decks where people are bestowing up creatures at the top end of their curve or sure. towards the top end of the curve and aggroing in. Sure. Yeah. All right, Scholar of Athreos. Um, so this is like a white card with a black ability uh, that's pretty expensive, but okay. I mean, late game, slow deck type thing. Mm-hmm. I did look at white and black side by side, the commons, to see, like, what would the white-black deck look like? Okay. And this is the only card that seems to make sense in it. So <laughs> I'm not sure if it's much of a deck. Uh, only That would only make sense of it based on the ability that's a different cost than... Well, I'm just saying, like, there's, it just feels like there's no reason to pair white and black, except that this card exists. It's like ah. it's like saying, "Hey, play white black," but there's no other okay. reason in the way the cards interact with each other in my mind that that I would want to play white black. Except that maybe like if you go really slow white, which doesn't really seem that's the way white wants to be. There's not much of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that black is slow, so that would help. But eh, I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. But hey, if you do play white black, you might play Stessen Battle Priest. Or Setessen Battle Priest. Uh, ah. But maybe not, because it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna what are you gonna target your one three with? What is like what is the spell that you want to double down your one three with? I mean prob- the only thing I could think of is a bestow card. I just cause you it might be your only target. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But gaining two life, I mean who fucking cares, man? Uh it just this card feels real bad. Um White does so much better than this, but I feel like this is a moment to take where you you talk about heroic, and you talk about the normal ratio of creature to spell. Where how often are you gonna be able to trigger heroic in normal game? And it's probably once, maybe twice, and if you're actually going for it, three times. Yeah, if you really want that. So in the deck that you want a one three for two, how many? <laughs> Never. How many it's times do you want to target this thing? Like you know, maybe once, maybe it's just a two mana one three, and it, and that has never been a good card. So stay away. Yeah, yeah. Unless it draws you a card, but this is certainly not. No. Uh, Satessin Griffin, five mana three two flying. Um, be- can can become five four. If you're green as well, uh, seems fine. Yeah, five five mana, three power flyers are always playable. This yeah, one, boost. 
if you're Please. if you're green, this is actually pretty solid. Um, because five power flyers are absurd. So yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I think this is a middle of the pack kind of grab, but in the right deck, it's really powerful. So it might be more of a green card. I mean, given its ability, I would say so. But uh, yeah, but it's yeah, playable yeah. just as a vanilla three-two flying if necessary. Yeah, you can't have activate more than once, and green is a lot of ramp, so that might be relevant at some point in time. But yeah, I'm with you. Middle of the pack. Middle of the pack, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Silent Artisan, five mana, three five. Uh, Flavor text there. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> it. But uh, yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't think this is really making any waves. I, I don't see playing it probably ever. But uh, I don't know. I mean, they they made it cost an extra white because this is a, a what's that card? It's always Siege Mastodon. Siege Mastodon. This is a Siege yeah, Mastodon. So, but. Um, but Siege Mastodon is usually four and one white. Uh, so I'm wondering, I, they must have done it just for the uh, bestow. Bestow. Or no, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, uh, devotion. Devotion. Yeah, they must have done it just yeah. just for yeah. devotion's sake, and that's cool. I, I guess if you're Heavy devotion white deck. I haven't. I've only seen one devotion white card in non rare. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's probably you, you draft it for the three five, but you take the extra white mana. Yeah, but we know how that card plays, and in a non core set, it tends to be pretty bad. So mm-hmm. uh, also in a non core set, a uh, two mana two two vanilla creature tends to be also pretty bad. Um, for white, I should say. Yeah, it is a human, so it works with the uh, the Pegasus. The Pegasus, yeah, from totally. Way back when. Mm-hmm. But besides the that, there's a lot to say. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> Flavor-wise, it's like whenever there's a card with nothing but flavor text, it's always the Theriot. <laughs> the Theriot always tapping. <laughs> um, always bumping his gums. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. Whatever. It's it'll be a twenty-third card. Um. Vanquish the Foul. Six mana sorcery, destroy a creature with power four greater, and then you can scry one. This feels overcosted. Um, but there are enough massive things that it's probably necessary. Do you think it's sideboard? Or do you think it's main? I feel like when you're talking about six casting cost card, just like... Um, yeah, that should just kill something. Off, the, um, the exile creature populate spell. So you have a essentially get rid of a creature, extra effect, same casting cost. This is a sorcery. The other one was an instant. Do you think it's gonna be good with monstrous in this set? I mean, good, no, necessary, yes. Necessary, yes. Like necessary, as in you want this in your board, necessary, or you want this in your main. Probably necessary. one in your main is not a bad idea. Um, Two is a bad idea, <laughs> but but I mean it's got Scry One, so hey. I mean when when it when you're up to six mana, putting Scry One on something feels a lot weaker. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, it feels fine, and like I say, the removal's awful. This is as good as it's gonna get some of the time, so gonna have to deal with it. I mean, yeah. I mean, did you see the rare? Like white red removal, weird tied to the rocks thing. Like cool flavor, but yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chained to the rocks. Yeah, but boy, is that, like, does that feel, like, underpowered to me? It works with the green abundant growth, whatever that's called. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, part of the enchantment cycle that draws a card when it comes into play. It makes the land as many, or it makes the land all land types, so you can, right. you can splash you can chain, that. Chain something to it. A- exactly. <laughs> you probably shouldn't just, you know, do that because you think it, you're going to be able to chain something. But yeah. anyway. anyway. Uh, moving on, Wingsteed Rider. This is like the common heroic all-star kind of deal. 2-2 two, two, flying to 3, gets bigger when you target it. Um, yeah. The thing, the problem is with this card is that if you are like the heroic deck, this card is good in non the heroic deck. So it might be hacked when you need it, you know. But maybe not as a second color. I mean, it's too white. It's no, it's definitely white only. only. It's not a wind drake. That's totally so. Sorry, what were you gonna say? No, 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 nothing. You got it. That's totally spot on, and uh, so it's not gonna be hacked quite as bad. But um, I do feel like it's one of the higher picks in for common white cards. Yeah, I'm going to slam that into a fucking opponent's five drop, tap out two, three, every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of card you get to bluff with. I mean, yeah. as is every heroic spell or a heroic card that lets you, you know, buff them in the process of the spell. That's just extra incentive to... Just having a pump spell, you get to swing into something that's bigger than it and put the opponent to the test. But with heroic, that's that's another incentive for the opponent not to block. So I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. So the theory it has a lot more to say about yoke docks. Um, <laughs> it's a one mana o four. More than that. And yeah. yeah, I mean this just kind of like shows that the set is overall probably pretty slow. Um, or, well, I should say that when the last one of these I can remember was in Zendikar. Uh, yeah, Dragon Ashley. Yeah, but, I mean, the only the only colors that feel quick at all is, is white and red. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see Yoke Docks being important for white since they tend to be more aggressive, so... Mm-hmm. And what you might want to have in white, if you're in the more controlling color, like this card goes. <laughs> Sorry, What's up? I was gonna say this card goes in the white black deck, which doesn't seem yeah. any good. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe it's a rock paper scissors sort of thing where the the white black deck beats the white red deck in some situations. But that I'm, uh, does. I'm not a fan of it. No. Like everything about white seems slanted towards aggression. Yeah, as per normal. But uh, moving on to blue, uh, let's try to speed this up a bit. But Anol, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, no. Anol reprint uh, deals with enchantments. Probably see, staying in your board because it's a little weaker than just a straight enchantment kill spell. Um, what about the white enchantment kill spell? Enchantment to destroy enchantment, gain three life, and now we've got a counter spell in blue for one. I mean, but you gotta leave it open, right? I mean, you know, it's not like it's, deal with it's worse. Back, it's deal with it's it definitely now. just worse, and I think that puts it in the board every time. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can't like get somebody who's attacking with a 
creature with an aura on it, you know, mm-hmm. with an ult. Like, so I, it's not as good. Um, aqueous form. We have uh, whenever enchanted creature attacks, cry one, but it's unblockable uh, for one single mana. For one, holy shit! Yeah, it's a lot of value, but it's still an aura that is kind of fright. Like it's just kind of scary to play auras that don't pump things. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, this is an interesting take- card because I really don't know if it's playable or not. That's tough. So it's bad against. Any sort of spell that targets the power or toughness of the creature. So red spells that burn, and let's say last breath that targets the power two or less. Because otherwise, maybe the power doesn't matter so much to... Well, green cards fight, so there there's that too. So it's not as good against black. Or it's bad against black, it's bad against blue. It's bad against red, it's bad against green. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what's good against? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that the card's not very good. Uh but yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm going to put it in unplayables until I see it perform. So, you're scrying for free though. I mean, there's no other card that scries for free in multiple attempts. There's the eye and artifact, you pay one. Uh, it's extra to everything else. I'm really curious about this to see how it plays out. So, yeah, I don't. I'm leaning on the bad side of things, but mm-hmm. all right. Benthic Giant, six mana, four five hex proof. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Hex proof dumb, they... or the casting cost toughness? What, what? What is it? What's dumb? Okay. About it? Oh, so many things. Okay, hex proof. That's just dumb. In dumb. the in the set that's based on auras. God damn it! Why even print a hexproof card? Just leave it alone. Let Is that us... the only hexproof card? Uh, We're gonna find some more in this search. Only... It's the only one in common and uncommon. Whew. Um, that's a nice title to have. Yeah, but the other thing is, is it's a massive dude with no drawback in blue, which is really uncommon. And this is a common. Uh, it just, <laughs> it just feels very wrong. Like it feels like, like it shouldn't exist, but it does obviously. Um. I don't know. Not much more to say about it except that I think it's good and uh, dumb. And I, as far as I also know, there's no like target player sacrifices a creature to deal with hexproof. So I don't know. I, I just kind of hate it in every way. So this has going like your assessment of the format that it the removal is bad, right? right. From what I've heard off air, and we'll get to like the removal is bad. So. Does that make a hexproof creature better or worse? Probably slightly worse, but it also makes bigger creatures better. When this yeah. is a big creature too, I mean, I don't know. It this card feels stupid, and I don't like it. But uh, it feels great for control. I, I I love it for control. Hate it for every other deck. No, I mean, I mean yeah. Six I don't now. think it's a bad card. I, I definitely will be playing with this card. Yeah. I just, it just upsets me that it exists, is all. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, Breaching Hippocamp. Uh, the Benthic Giant's a good one to target with this guy, because he untaps a guy when he comes into play and he has Flash. Four mana, three, two. Um, fun, cool card. It's a horsefish. Uh, I don't know why they can't say seahorse, but I guess because they don't want to create a new. <laughs> 
a new creature type, I guess. Subhorse fish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's funny because they're like two different words where everything else about magic puts in a contraction, like noun, adjective, yeah. so on and so forth. And uh, and now you have the horse fish. <laughs> eh, flavor flavor wise, I don't like it, but no. What, what do you think about the card in general? They're for blue. I like it. I think it's good. Yeah, You're good with counter spells. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there is a good counter in the set, so or one I like anyway. Yeah. Uh, next card, Coastline Chimera, four mana, one five flying. Uh, if you're white as well, it can block more creatures. Probably not that useful of an ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but a four mana, one five flying for control. Pretty happy to be playing a wall like that. I think. Yeah, yeah. The ability seems really irrelevant. Irrelevant because you block two two twos, you block a three or a one and a one power guy. So the ability seems poor, and like, yeah. one five, you probably have better answers to things on the ground that cost one earlier. So, it's a mediocre card, you can probably wield it. Yeah. Um, Crackling Triton, we have a three mana two three. Uh, if you're red, you can pay three and sacrifice it to deal two to something. It's like a very, very, very poor man's Ember Holler. <laughs> so poor. <laughs> Begging on the levee, poor. Yeah. <laughs> is... But truthfully, yeah. it does kill something. If you are blue-red, this card is pretty decent. Because um, a 3-mana 2-3 is already fine. Fine if you're de- if you're defensive or if you're aggressive. This is a, a strange card to evaluate. I think. De- say again? Defensive, I would say. Defensive, yeah. A 2-3 tends to be better on the defense. Um, but, like, the... I think the blue-red deck is defensive in general. Um, it'll probably be relying more on the removal side of red. Uh, but I don't know. I, I kind of like it. I I like... I mean, blue-red cards in general are, are pretty likable. They tend to be spell-heavy cards, and I like spells. Uh-huh. So it turns this creature into a spell, and I like that. They're clever cards. They they reward you for being, you know, a tricky sort of hobbit. Yeah. And- yeah, blue yeah, red is definitely that. my favorite combo. I think of of colors. As every cube I've drafted with you, I can say that's that's definitely true. <laughs> You've drafted some amazing blue red decks in your day. Yeah, I like blue red. It's yeah. super fun. Uh, the most spell heavy combination of colors. But uh, here's that uh, counter spell I was mentioning: dissolve. It's uh, one blue-blue. You got uh, cancel colors, but tack on a scry one, and all of a sudden I like cancel. <laughs> um, also, the real real reason I like this card is that bestow exists, and um, bestow cards come into play late. So three mana counters become slightly more relevant. Uh, yeah. And putting a third of a card on top of my card is just all gravy, and I like it. I think cancel would be fine in this format if the format is what you think is slower than normal formats with all the monstrous and the bestow yeah. higher casting house cards. Like paying one more for, you know, spoiled ass fuckers like us who've played Counterspell before. Boy. That's fine. What a Oof. bullshit card that is. <laughs> Good old days. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where you forget how busted that card is 
until Seriously. until you go back and like I don't know. I mean, I you really can't ever go back to it though, because back in the day when Counterspell was the legal thing in Type Two or Standard, uh, it was so <laughs> dominant. It was like, yeah, two mana means no. <laughs> you cannot do that. No, it, it lives on. It lives on in cube right now. Yeah, but so it's only, the, uh, only cancel all the one gigantic copy. ass fucking creatures that exist right now. F bomb. And uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's too good. Too good for the cost. Anyway, that's enough waxy poetic about cancel. Uh-huh. <laughs> you drop F bombs and that's poetic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh Fate uh, Foretold, we got um uh looks like a a chick inside of the uh, the prison that Bane was stuck in in Dark Knight. Holy shit! I was just thinking that. <laughs> just like it looks exactly yeah. like it, but um, yeah, exactly like it. Anyway, uh, it's a draw one, maybe two for two. Uh, pretty weak. I've I've seen better conditional draw twos for two in my day, and. So with heroic like you pick it late after you've had heroic heroic you don't pick it early pack one right this is a wheel type card that uh, yeah i mean you don't want your creature to die i don't know and the worst part is is that it it's a draw spell that targets so if they do get you it's a it's a two for one on your end exactly like there aren't there are very few draw spells that can be can two for one you. When gen- generally they're <laughs> for two for oneing. That's what they're yeah, supposed to yeah. do on your end, not on their end. But anyway, yeah. So it's it's part of the cycle. The the cycles the card that uh, the cycles the enchantment that comes into play. So it gets you a land or it gets you a card on the way out. Yeah. Eh, all right. All right. If you got heroic, yeah. Probably um, otherwise. I not feel like. Good. That tends to be the case with all of these guys is that the heroic heroic makes these more playable for sure. Yeah, as opposed to like a defensive creature, you put this on, and then all of a sudden they don't want to kill that defensive creature because it's got the fate foretold on it. But if you put it on an aggressive creature, they may have to kill it, and you get the extra card, you get the incentive later on. Totally. So you get the heroic, and then a little bit on the way out. Yeah, probably an aggro card, subtly as it is. Yeah, totally. Anyway. Uh, Gainsay, not much to say here. Uh, reprint, counter, blue spell. Don't, don't play this, guys. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just probably not even playable, even if you're against the blue, uh, another blue deck. Unless they have, like, a god or something, but, mm. I don't know. That's pretty, <sighs> it's pretty rough. Uh, Griptide. Mm. We this is a recent reprint, yeah. And Griptide was okay in its set, which was very aggressive. Um, very aggressive, and also had mill opponent mill or self mill. Yeah, so uh, you could do the the Griptide mill them combo. But with or, auras, I think bounce in general is better, and with things being slower, four mana is more doable, and instant speed is nice. I'm thinking Griptide's looking better in this set than it did in Dark Ascension. Fair enough. Um, so I'll be happy to to cast this fool. Uh, feels like I don't know, pretty decent for a removal type card in this set. 
Yeah, yeah. Bounce being all the better, especially with monstrous. Yeah. Um, now here is an uncommon, sir. Six mana, four four flying. Already okay with this. Uh, enters the battlefield. Scry two. That's two thirds of a card. That's like <laughs> I almost draw a card off my fatty flyer. Given the ratio that we've established, you almost draw a card. You might draw. You might draw more than that, but. Oh, yeah, it seems lucky for that, but feels good. It seems great. Yeah, this guy feels real good. Um, yeah. The casting cost, sorry, the the blue over the five rather than like blue blue over three. Does that change your evaluation of the card? Uh, I mean, it does it make makes a big difference it, on the splash. Yeah, it makes it splashable, which is pretty nice. I this is a this is a card worth splashing if you're able to splash easily. I should yeah. say. Um, anyway, Lost in a Labyrinth, uh, oh, this might be the scry card that I don't like. <laughs> uh, target creature gets minus three, minus zero until end of turn, scry one for one. Is it worth the price of admission? I don't know if it is. The price is one. <laughs> it is one, but it's also one, a card. One in the card, one in the card, card? or two thirds of the card, if you're going the inverse. That's true. That's tough. That's tough. Um, Boy, that's I. I could see playing this, but only if I need to stretch. I feel like you could play it after combat with the aggro deck that wants heroic. You've got the heroic spell that has a benefit. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. The red card has haste. I was gonna say like you could cast it after the fact to get the dude, so you lose the damage of the creature, but you get token nonetheless and the scry that's a tough one you're going. still scry on uh, still scry on one it's potentially like best case scenario you gain three life you scry for one yes yeah, it's not awful better than healing solve definitely true <laughs> um i will put old. this in the category of better than healing solve i'm happy with that and that's probably where it's going to be slightly better than healing solve just look at that girl in that picture. She has no chance against the Minotaur. I know. <laughs> Poor chick. Plus. Uh, All right. Next card, Mnemonic Wall. Uh, boy, who didn't love this card when it was first printed? And you know what I like? Uh, it is. It's probably not quite as good in this set, but I'm still pretty happy. I'm with you. Where so many of the spells don't have. Two spells to yeah, them. So, rebound. Yeah, really the big, rebound, the extra incentives. You're getting, you know, not just a card, card and a half, two cards out of it. Yeah. But fuck, I do love. And you, you can't burn them out. You can't have the vent sentinel. So there's no defender mechanic out of it, but still, seems seems good enough. If you can get a card out of it, it's probably fine. A card, a chump block gains you between two. And however many life on the monstrous creature that doesn't trample. Yeah, seems yeah. fine. Seems fine. Yeah, it's probably a late pick, but uh, in the right deck, it's going to be pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, Nimbus Nyad. Uh, this is the ridiculous one in this cycle, in my opinion. I'm completely with you. Uh, and it has 100% to do with bestowing it. Uh, regularly, it's, yes. it's the Windrake, which is fine, which is. Better than the white one on its He's own. He's He's not talking about the nudity in the picture. Yeah. But. 
Um, yeah, but plus two plus two and flying is uncommon level aura. Like yes, that, that's an absurd thing to do to give your creature yes. plus two plus two and evasion is absurd. Well, there's the inner strud card. What spectral something or other two two flying. But that's that true. was that was a very card that went on Geist and pretty much well I don't want to say nothing else but went in other decks. But that card this was actually pretty great for be, being just an aura that doesn't have upside. This has upside, although it does cost five compared to two. But it just <laughs> feels really broken, or not broken, yeah. but but just powerful. Just uh, yeah, no nobody's gonna be sad to be picking this card. No, no, nobody. We just played with Windrake. We just played with just Windrake, where wherever the fuck that guy's name is, had a bunch of flavor text, and now we get Windrake and the enchantment ability. That's almost to the point where it's, um, what was it, the Drake's, Drake Umbra? Yeah. That's, well, that's pretty yeah, good. We're like, it's pretty close, actually, yeah. Yeah. All the bestows are, well, the bestows that we've covered are one, one less than the previous Umbra, the Mammoth Umbra and right. the Drake Umbra, where they're both 3-3 Vigilance and Flying. It's a very, very good card. Yeah. All right, Omen Speaker. Now, uh, talking about Scrying, Scry 2 on this bad boy. Besides that, it's just 2-mana 1-3. But you know what? This 2-mana 1-3 only costs you one-third of a card. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I'm happy to pay that. Very happy. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially because oh, this costs two. If you're searching for, like, because Scry becomes way better when you're searching for land and not spells, like specific spells. Because you're not going to find the specific spell you really want with Scry two. But you're going to dig to a land for sure. And yes. At, at, yes. And this is coming down on turn two. And so if you need that third land, fourth land, whatever, you're going to get there. And that feels real good. Mm-hmm. I like this Absolutely. Spell. Yeah, love it, love it. Just as Oracle is great at common, this is great at common too. So. Yeah. Uh, Ordeal of Thassa, this is another one of the ordeals. Uh, this one feels pretty decent. Um, you get to draw two when it falls off uh, better than gaining ten life for sure. You don't think so? <sighs> I hate the fucking ordeal. No, no, it's better than that. In the deck that wants to play an ordeal, yeah. but but most decks don't want to play an ordeal. Yeah, yeah. The deck that wants to gain ten life doesn't necessarily want to swing three times before no. you get value out of it. I hate all the ordeals. I think yeah. it's gonna be like the steps of corset, where there's some decks that want it and it's few and far between, but otherwise it's gone. If you're so heroic and you just need that spell that targets a creature, I mean, yeah. maybe you play it, but yeah. no waiting. Not just the turn you cast it, but the three turns afterwards to get your divination. Ugh. Yeah, uh, it's not. I, I don't see it. I don't see it in the rarity. I don't see it in how many heroic cards there are. It does feel weird that these are all uncommon. Like, they really feel common. But like, Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't feel right. Where you, you question it because they're uncommon. You want to think they're better. They must be. They are, I, I bet they are. I bet they're better than we than they look. Probably because the removal's so bad, but I will I will make a bet with you right now, Jeff McDonald. Yeah, I'll make a bet with you that they're on Greg, Russell, and Spencer decide. We got three people. Uh-huh. If two to one make the decision that it is actually better or worse, 
than than that. Then we uh than first yeah, impression. That's, that's say again. You're saying better than first impression, or or you're saying yeah, better, better than good. first impression. Say. Okay. It just it, it seems terrible. Yeah, like all the all the ordeals seem terrible. It seems an ordeal to have to play that card and then wait for it. Like the ordeal is like a flavored joke <laughs> on how bad the card is. <laughs> you cast it deals. and it does nothing. Like a heroic card gets a little bit of value, and then it's um just like the minutest amount of value, the one one. Uh, anyway, I, I that card's awful. Now, yeah, what about the, what about the decks that have like the heroic guys that get plus one plus one counters? You already got a few counters on them. You throw this on there, attack. You immediately get to sacrifice it and get its ability. So the green card, the green guards, where it's plus two, plus two counters uh, yeah. for common and uncommon. Still, yeah, still yeah. probably awful, yeah, right? <laughs> it's an uncommon. Uh, I will wheel that card gladly, and I will know when it's good. But I won't have the... I won't think about it's good because of what's going to happen when I attack three times. <laughs> I'm going to think, like, I got to play this card for four turns later. I'll draw two. We got Scry in this set. We're going to draw fractions of cards and cards at times, so... Yeah, it's that's awful. Yeah, that's awful. okay. I'm with you. Uh, all right, Prescient Chimera, five mana, three four flying. Talk about Scry. This is a Scry engine. Cast an instant or sorcery. Scry one. Whew. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. This guy, yeah, I love this card. This guy feels real, like just exactly what I want to be doing in my blue deck. <laughs> We've seen three twos, we've seen two two flyers and two threes. Yeah, and this so guy on. trumps so, almost yeah. all of them. Just the four four is is making yeah. a fool of it. Everything we've seen so far, this beats it. And we get to scry. We get extra value off the card. Totally. Yeah. I like it a lot. You play a scry card and it scries again. Oh, so much Ooh. scry. I know. So much scry. Like, truthfully, scrying twice in a row is not amazing, because if you look at well, look at it and you want to keep it, that second scry does is literally nothing. Yeah, best case scenario, scry two is not that good. <laughs> Worst case, yeah, well, scry one then scry one screen. again is worse than scry two. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, all right, next card is Sea God's Revenge. Here's the up to card in blue. Return up to three target creatures. Your opponent's control to their owner's hand. Scry one. That ability sounds great. Look at the mana cost. Oh, six mana. Yes. Oh boy. And the sorcery. So is six worth it? It's pretty six expensive. Worth it. You might just win right there. That might be overrun. I'm looking at this card. It might be overrun. And bounce with monstrosity as an ability might just be good enough. Yeah. I mean, Bounce feels really good in this set, in general, because of Monstrosity, because of all these auras. And But 6-mana Sorcery Speed Bounce feels a lot worse. Also, the, like, maybe they only have one dude with a bunch of auras on it. And then it's like, god, this is bad. I mean, although you are killing a bunch of auras, but maybe some of those are all Bestow guys, and it's really not doing a lot. But, I don't know. It seems playable 
but just so to me. So what deck does that? What deck wants this? This uncommon. The the aggro deck that's also playing blue. Yeah, that doesn't sound very likely. Yeah, like you're not playing for the scry in this uh, <laughs> in in this card. You're not playing for the scry. You're playing for the immediate ability at six. You're playing for the immediate impact. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It kind of feels really weird that it has scry one on it. It's like that's so damn insignificant compared to the other ability. Because if you're doing that and you're bouncing three guys, the idea is that you're winning. You're just like I'm winning. Here yeah, it oh, yeah. Stalled game, you're done. Yeah. You just won the game. And it's like, oh, but I get to scry one first. I don't know. It's just very weird. I don't, I'm not really sure why they tacked it onto this card. Maybe, uh, I guess this might be a cycle, huh? Six mana cards to scry one. We saw one in white. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, moving on to Sea Lock Monster. Five mana, five, five, Defender. Or, not Defender. Defender. No, it never has Defender. God, I'm sorry. Can't attack. Unless control defending player controls an island, um, you can make it an eight eight for seven and turn a land into an island. Probably your opponent's land. Yeah, but uh, feels good against the blue opponent. Feels, I'll say bad against everything else. But uh, I'll say it's in the same line of every other card that's has a good power and toughness for its cost and has a late-game effect that lets it win the game. Just like the white card that let it burn for the, the what, the black two and black and two. It's some card you cast to stabilize the board and then eventually win. Right. Just as every good uh, good control card wants. You want to, like, stall, 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 and then win. So when you monstrous it up, it gets there. Right. But it's still an 8-8, eight, eight, and it's an 8-8 eight, eight with no other ability. Pretty weak. I, I like the wheel on this card. I like the wheel. I, maybe Monstrous is the kind of kind of ability that you want to just draft aggressively, and you need to take it early because people fight for it. No. No. This, right now, this feels pretty way. bad. I mean, I feel like this is a often not played card. It should be in sideboards most of the time. Completely with you. Um, Stymied Hopes. Two cost, four spike with Scry 1 on it. Feels playable, boarded out on the draw. <laughs> on the draw, okay, okay. Um, I don't know. I, I it's hard. I I love four spike a lot. Like one mana to do the four spike ability is friggin' great. I think it's a fucking awesome card, and I'll argue with Spencer till I fucking. Blue in the face, because he... Spencer doesn't like that? <laughs> Blue in the face, nice. <laughs> he does not like Force Spike. He thinks it's really? not, not good. And he's argu- like I, I feel like he's argued to take it out of the cube, which is, I don't know, makes me angry, because I think it's so good. But um, adding another mana on it makes it way worse. Adding a scry to it makes it it'll feel a little... More okay, but still two thirds of a card for a two mana four spike might be a little too much to ask for. This could be just unplayable. I don't know. So where does this stack up next to let's say frightful delusions, where it's three mana four spike? They discard a card. They get to scry. So they discard a card is. But that's a straight two for one. This is a one and one third for one is what I'm looking at. Mm. 
if they have too many land, then what's the? I don't think the math is right there. That's I probably that's you're probably right. You're probably evaluate right. the average amount of on turn three land that they have in their hand, and what it will mean for them to discard that land given the average type of deck they have in the format. Too complicated for this sort of brief spoiler interaction. I like it because it's two. I'd hate it because it's three. Yeah. But you also get to scribe no matter what. So are you willing to play two and have the upside of countering a spell for the scry when you're playing control? Yeah, I could see that, I guess. Yeah, actually, it doesn't feel that bad. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's not the effect, it's the scry you're paying for, which is a different way to think about any card with scry from what we've seen. But at two, I think that's the cusp of when you're willing to pay for scry. Oh, that's way so more outside. than you want to pay. I mean, you want to pay one. You want to play one for scry, but would you pay two for the upside on the scry? Not would you pay two for the effect and the scry? Oof. Yeah, this set is going to be fun. Yeah. This set is going to be real fun. There's a, lo- there's a lot of hard comments. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, I like it a lot. Oh man, here comes the mill card. Thassa's bounty. Six, <laughs> six mana draw three. Target player mills three. There's been no other mill card. Slamming this one. Milling like, you out. Clam their face. <laughs> I also the thing I love about this is looking at it at like a mill card. If this was the only mill card in the set, it literally can't win because you draw three first. And it's always equal. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you're milling three, they're milling three. I don't know. Sorry. I just. I know. I, I it was scry. It. Like they can't even draw extra cards out of the scry. It's. Yeah. It's um. It's I weird, I don't get this card, and I don't think it's good. But hey, maybe six mana draw three is just good enough. But mm-hmm. my guess is no. It's a lot of mana. Yeah. My guess is if you stabilized. And you can take a turn off, like if you match them on all their spells, and then you get to draw three and take a turn off, take damage, then you're in good shape. Just the opportunity is very, very good. Yeah. The current ridiculous core format. My impression would be not very good, especially at sorcery, and because there's nothing that says you should mill, other than you can mill yourself in some very narrow situations. Yeah. I, I would say not very good, but it says draw three. I bet people will pick this higher than what they should pick it at in the first few weeks. Yeah, that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, Thassa's Emissary. He got this crab dude. He's a four mana, three, three, um, thieving magpie. It's pretty rad. Uh, throw a six mana bestow on that, and you got yourself a stew, man. Uh, this is, this is great. Yeah. This card is just great. I just love it. And I will play it so hard. Where do you pick it? I mean, do you pick that, like... Super high, I think. Yeah? I, I, first or second pick, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It just, the, the fact that the four mana three three feels good enough. It's threatening. Like, it feels good. You threaten their life total. Yeah, it feels like to the quality of an uncommon almost. Mm-hmm. Throw the bestow on it and it feels absurd. I mean, best- 
Like, you're going to want to bestow this every time, because that feels way better. Because plus three, plus three is, is massive. Like, you you put this on a 2-2, two, two, you have a 5-5, five, five, that if they don't block it, you're drawing a card? Like, that's such a huge swing. But at six mana, depending on how the board is, the board is played out, you might have them with multiple blockers that could get your 5-5. Five, five. Then you end up with 3-3. Three, three. The bestow is probably the better cost, but... You could see in the aggro deck, you play it, and it's not like Scroll Thief. Scroll Thief for one mana less. You only ping them for one. So people are faced with the decision. The opponent is faced with the decision. Do you, do you prevent the one damage? Do you prevent the one card? Three damage could be very, very relevant in an aggro deck. Yeah. You know, you have your Cannon Minotaur and they draw a card. That's, that's a serious threat. It is not the Ephidian, it's not the Scroll Thief. Has there been a bigger card which has this effect at common or uncommon in the last so many years? There's I'm almost positive there has not been. I feel like there was one, but it was like a multicolor. There's like a black card that said if you control an island, you can draw when it damages or something like that. Ooh, ooh, yeah, going back to uh, shards. But still, still, not looking back to history. I love this card. I love it just as much as you, and I love it for, you know, other reasons. Yeah, no, it feels great. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a bad piece of art for that sort of thing. (laughs) So (laughs) random. (laughs) Exactly. Why is a crab, like, just a crab? Yeah, yeah. They had had to put the bird right there below the rock. No, I know, to get the scale. Yeah. Maybe that's a tiny little hummingbird or something. It's not very impressive. (laughs) All right, anyway. Anyway. Triton Fortune Hunter. Um, you were trying to make this a short podcast. I, I think we're going to have to stop in the middle, unfortunately. Uh, uh, I do. said it. I, no, I just, I just have to get going. Um, Make it please. <laughs> Triton Fortune Hunter, three mana, two, two, heroic draw card. Um, feels all right. I mean, pretty mediocre, but... I don't know. It's like if it if it didn't have heroic and it just came into play and drew me a card, it'd feel great. Um, but not even overpowered, you know. If it had two three, I'd feel it was very very good. Oh yeah. Two two. Yeah. But- in the color that it's in, there's a lot of there's I think three scry common effects and two uncommon effects. I'd have to look back the uh, the spoiler to to figure it out, but I think. Having that is, it's almost equivalent to, you know, an arena or any sort of effect that draws you two cards a turn. Maybe not Merfolk, Merfolk Looter, but it's, it's very good in the color that it's in, mm-hmm. of course. A lot of scry, a lot of targeting abilities. I think this is actually, it's, you don't care what the power and toughness is. You care about it in the controlling deck. You're going to be able to target this. You're going to be able to maximize the heroic effect. You don't care that it's a skate zombie. You're just going to be able to draw card after card after card, especially with Scry, which is the most prominent in blue. I like this card a lot if you're going to try and go heavy blue. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. I'm I'm not impressed by it. I feel like it's a little bit weaker, but it isn't uncommon, which does make it feel like okay, this must be better than it looks, you know. But 
I don't know. Uh, next card, Triton Shore Thief. Uh, one mana, one two. The Theriad has a lot to say about it, but I've got nothing to say about it because it's awful. <laughs> Never play this. It's awful. Never play this, please. Never play this. Wait, what this do you part mean? Of the cycle. One mana, one what two. What do you mean? <laughs> it's a one mana, one two. Have you ever, ever, ever cast a card that costs one, has one and two of the toughness, and nothing in the box for abilities? All right, all right, all right. This is the first drunken history moment here. I was looking at Triton Tactics. No, that card fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that card. That's the one nice one. It's awful. All right, all right. I thought, man, Jesus. Triton Tactics. All right, now we can talk about a card. Please. (laughs) All right. Untapping two guys, giving them big old butts, keeping two of their guys down, feeling pretty good. Yeah. This is like a pretty cool... Hmm? This is like like a weird Frost Breath variant... Kind of. Yeah, it's each creature that blocked it. So it's narrower in its application for what it can target on their side. It can also actually get creatures. Like, you can also kill creatures if possible with the untap dealy. Yes, yeah. So you can play it aggressively to save your creatures from combat and trigger heroic. You can play it defensively. To block creatures they swing with. Either way, you can get, like, essentially a frost breath out of it. Yeah. Which is. And it's for one. Yeah, it's only cost one. That's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like There's... if this cost two or three, it would be way less appealing. But at one mana, it's feeling pretty good. Yeah. At, at two, you wonder about it. At three, I want to say it's close to unplayable. Yeah. But at one on the aggressive deck that wants this card, where you get to play a part of a Frost Breath and Trigger Heroic, that seems incredibly good. As every uh, target two creatures, or up to two creatures spell does at Uncommon. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, me too. Feeling good. We got, uh, talking about aggressive cards, Vaporkin. This is a uh, Welkin turn, same card. Two mana, two on flying, can't block ground duders. Um, it isn't a dude. No, it's not. This is always good. Right there. <laughs> this is always good. Uh, <laughs> two mana, two on fl- flying. You're never going to go wrong with those stats, I feel like. It could not be able to block at all, and it'd be pretty damn good. So. Mm-hmm. Pretty happy there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Moving on there. to probably my favorite blue card. <sighs> Voyages I'm End. I'm with you. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Two mana. Yeah. Return target creature to its owner's hand. All right. I've done that before for two mana. What else do I get? Well, you get to scry one. Yeah. Yeah. You burn them for one. Well, one less. Or scry for one. That card is amazing. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is Bounce is better in this set. It just is, because of Monstrous, because of Auras. And, like, paying... I would expect to pay one more for my Bounce and get, like, 
essentially nothing on top, you know? Like, I would expect them to just reprint the one that does a non-land permanent, you know? I forget what it's called. Disperse? Disperse. No, the other one. No, that's right. Disperse, right? Sure, whatever. I, I think you have it right. Disperse, uh, where... Time ebb? No, that one puts on top of the library. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, but basically, I would expect it to be a non-land permanent for this cost, and that would be it. And generally, everyone knows that in those cards of Limited, you're only bouncing creatures. So it's just essentially an unsummon for one more, which I'd be happy with in this set. You give me a Scry 1 on top of it, and I am fucking slamming this card. I yeah, really yeah. want to play this card. It seems really fucking good. Like, yeah. For all the removal we've seen so far, that is the best removal spell. That is the best removal in control and aggro. Yeah. You know, like... The control might be bad against monstrosity in some ways. That's a good answer. Aggro might be bad against monstrosity in some ways. Or it's just, you know, you want to play the tempo fact of it. You just want to bounce and then, holy shit, you're willing to play two for bounce. You get an upside. I love Voyager's End. I don't know what ranks in the uh, the common removal um, hierarchy, but I, it's at the top right now. I feel like it's probably the top three. With uh, there's a there's an incinerate or a searing spear in the set which is probably as good or better. And then there was one other card that I can't remember that I liked, but but yeah, it's definitely near the top for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, with you. Uh, we got Ro- Wave Crash Triton, last blue card. Uh, it's a horn turtle with heroic that uh, can can lock down dudes for a turn. Um, yes. It's pretty good. Uh, the the stats are kind of weird for how aggressive it feels. Um, this feels more like like it'd be happier, maybe just as a two two even. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I'm not gonna complain too much because Blue always likes their horn turtles, and upside on horn turtles always nice. Yeah, yeah, it seems fine in aggro or great in aggro as compared to uh, the snare squad that came out not so long ago. We get to play a spell, maybe play another spell, and get essentially the snare squad amount of value out of it without paying the extra mana. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's still 1-4. 4 against the aggro decks. So maybe in the board and the control deck, unless you're very weak against aggro, but otherwise still fine the aggro deck where you have a lot of spells. Yeah. Yeah. It seems fine. Totally. Um, well, we're moving on to black here, but I am really close to needing to be to get going, Ryan. What time is it? It's almost ten for me. And Shit. Yeah, it gets late fast over here. Um, we could run through black super fast if you wanted, or we could maybe try to pick this up later if possible. I'm down to pick it up later, but I'm down to keep on going because I've just hit the point where. Well, you don't have video on my screen, but I thought we were doing drunk history tonight. Well, we so. mean, I I know this. I'm sorry that I bailed, or I didn't. I I mostly bailed. I only drank a few beers. Past tense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm here, and then I, but probably all the alcohol's out of, pretty much out of my system at this point. Womp womp. And Ryan has <laughs> been tr- trudging along like a <laughs> soldier. <laughs> um, I'm going to the gym tonight, Jeff, and here we are. 
right. bottle of Bacardi down. All right. How about uh, actually let's let's make an entertaining end to this podcast. I'm gonna go through every single card of the rest of the colors. I'm not gonna say anything about them, but you are just gonna give me a one word review of each one. Can you, one word. One <laughs> word. What a surprise twist. <laughs> Can you, yeah. All right. Sure. 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 I'm ready. All right. One second. One second. Jeff. For people that don't know, you just got married. Congratulations, man. Thank you. You you found an amazing woman. You are an amazing man. The most amazing man that I've met from the Santa Cruz group. Oh, burn to the rest of you fools. I know. Fuck you, Spencer. (laughs) Fuck you, Greg. (laughs) You, Russell. John. No, no, but, but seriously, congratulations. If you haven't mentioned it before, I've, you've, You've taken that next step, and thankfully you've married a woman who is letting you have the reception, the U.S. reception, where you have the the nerd theme (laughs) on each of the tables. You have a nerd-themed reception for all the people that couldn't make it to Scotland. Jeff, I fucking love you, man. Yeah. So, I think. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats and congrats to uh, to Courtney, to everybody involved. Let's do it. All right. As Photal Wanderer. I looked up As Photal earlier. It's legal in Scrabble. (laughs) 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 Um, With no pestilence, I'll let this guy wander for as long as he wants. That was very more than one word. All right. One word. Okay. All right. Cheers. Baleful Eidolon. Mediocre. Alright. Blood Toll Harpy. Uh, one word? You're a fucktard. <laughs> this is such a Alright, alright. You can have three words per card. I wish he was in. Nope. Return to Zen. Return to, uh. Whatever that was. Too many. Boon of Erebus. <laughs> You're a fuck. Alright, that's three words. <laughs> Cavern Lampad. <laughs> oh my god, you keep on going. All right, is that it? You can't, you can't do this. <laughs> Fuck you! I can do this to you. <laughs> you can do it to me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, Cavern Lampet. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Three words. <laughs> Hyphenated. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Master. Cutthroat maneuver. Piece of shit. Three words seems to be the cutoff for this sort of thing. All right, three words. Dark betrayal. Garbage. Ooh. Man, that was contentious. <laughs> I said it. Garbage. <laughs> I know, I know. Disciple of Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix. Uh, gonna say role player. Gonna. He said gonna. Gonna. <laughs> okay, so Erebros Emissary. Fucking super awesome. Super awesome. Works for me. Yeah. Uh, Thelhide Minotaur? Uh, no. This can't walk right here. That guy's a fucking legend in magic art. Legend. Not really. 
yeah, no thanks. No thanks, no thanks. God, Theriot had a lot more to say. So <laughs> we're gonna give the point to Theriot on this one. <laughs> Two three, Herloon Mizor. Uh Flesh Mad Steed. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah, that works for me. Uh Grey Merchant of Asphodel. That is a lot of words for a common. Pretty rad. Merchant of the what? Pearl Trident? Yeah, yeah, it's about the last one that had that many words in its common name. Uh-huh. I said pretty rad. Pretty rad? Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. I like it too. <laughs> Rares, enchantments, but you got Instable Harpy. Flying, lifelink, 2-2 two, two for 4, with double black. I'm gonna say pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah, good with bestow, right? Where You mean uh, devotion. Devotion? I like it with devotion, because it's a double actually I actually meant bestow. Oh, you did mean it. I, I, Yeah, I mean, it's good with bestow, too. Yeah, yeah, devotion seems more rare than bestow. and Devotion is, is, a, is a theme in black, but... Or more okay. so. It, okay. I feel like mono black's being pushed. Anyway, this is way more than three words. Yeah, it's it, it's impossible without preparation to just say one word. <laughs> Keep saying Gorgon. Uh, I like it. Uh, Lash of the Whip. Top removal spell. Whip. Say again? Top removal spell. Top removal spell. I like that. F5. All right. All right. Five a common. That's a good one. In response to monstrosity, seems pretty good. That's about where five is going to be relevant. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take all the words, since you're just having <laughs> one. <laughs> Loathsome. What the, how do you say this word? Cataplebis. <laughs> Cataplebis. I don't even see what's going on in that picture. All right, it's an ox with, uh, since, I don't know, what, like purple flu? <laughs> What is going on in there? Purple foot. <laughs> Purple foot. Alright, uh, my three words are... Seems okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's... Okay, I was going to say at least two of those three words. I was going to choose awful for one of the other ones. But... Seems awful? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It... It seems off. I mean, six. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Six mono for that. Yeah, five is fine. Four is great. If it chose the blocker, like instead of it must be blocked, but it's like you must block it, that'd be much better. But mm, mm. yeah, just it yeah. having to be blocked is pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Fuck that card. All right, All right black. Redeem yourself, black. <laughs> Redeem yourself. March of the returned. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, so we've had, like, was it, uh, there was a original Ravnica card that had the same sort of, so her back, was it Grim Return or Macabre, something Macabre? Yeah, Macabre. something Macabre, I can't remember. Double down, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, yeah, very, very good, very good for the late game. I like it too. Mm-hmm. So you got Mo- Mogi's, uh, whoever Mogi's. he is, Mogi's Marauder. Uh, Fucking really sweet. Fucking really sweet. 
Yeah. That's yeah. just like an overrun. Bam. Kind of. Not really. I love overrun. It's the only card that's equivalent to overrun that we've seen so far. Yeah. Ordeal of Everos. Awful, awful, awful. It's an ordeal. It's an awful ordeal. Freka's Cure. Um, good enough. I like it. I like it. Read the bones. Uh, holy crap. Fucking amazing. <laughs> Scry two. Draw two cards. Yeah, it's like, f- for c- it's like 4C in black, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking real good. Yeah. At three, too. That seems, that seems incredible. That's two life you're willing to pay for. When you're trying to draw some cards and drawing the right cards, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Rescue from the underworld. Uh, amazing flavor. Just yes. such amazing flavor. I uh, know. Crossing the river sticks. Is there a Cerberus in the background? It's no, there. but um, still. Yeah, it's Ooh. fucking cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's uh, I like that it's an instant because it. Uh, can like save your creature as well as do its dirty work. Such. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. I think I'm limbered up enough that you can turn the tables on me. If you want to ask me the questions. All right. Return centaur. And he reads it. <laughs> um. Sub mediocre. Yeah. No hyphen. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> one word. <laughs> Returned phalanx. Ah. Uh, um. Situational. Yeah. Scourge mark. Hmm. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Not even situational. I think it bridges. This is probably the best in cycle. Archives. Yeah. Yeah, whenever it draws a card and it's an enchantment, you can have it in Heroic, you can have it in the the game that wants to draw cards, or the deck that wants to draw cards. Yeah, situational. Yeah. Or maybe better. Sip of Hemlock. Ooh. Uh, Overcost. Yeah, true. Tormented Hero. Hmm. Cool. Uh... Standard. <laughs> I, uh, I would say wrong color myself. Ooh, I like that wrong color. Yeah, it's just, this would be great in any like color. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Viper's Kiss. And it's after you lose it. Mm. Shuts down that 1 2 for 4, huh? Yeah, it does. <laughs> no tapping with that for one. Um, ooh. I feel like that's the like, that's the most questionable card of all the ones I've seen, where it really depends on what the format plays out to be. And I think it's going to be slower, so I'd say it's sideboard. The one word after all those is sideboard. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, man, I really don't think I can get through everything. i got to wrap this up. That's fine. But uh, hopefully we'll be back for the blue, the red and green and multicolor artifacts later. Um, if not, we'll just you'll just have to make do with what you got so far. Um, but this has been East West Draftcast. Uh, you can reach us at eastwestdraftcast@gmail.com. 
We are on Facebook, East West Draftcast. We're on Twitter. I'm Jeff EWDC there. I never tweet pretty much, but Greg does. He's EW Draftcast. Follow him. Um, and then, Ryan, you're not on Twitter, are you? Not yet, but uh, a few more sets, and I'll be on Twitter. Yeah? Nice. Yeah. A few more drinks, and you'll be on Twitter? Well, you know, a few more times that you put me to this sort of test where, Ryan, you're not on Twitter. It's not the first time you said that. Yeah, I know. I'm, fuck. I, I mean, I have a Twitter account that I, I read Twitter. I rarely say anything, though. But anyway, um, our website, eastwestdraftcast.com, uh, that would be the first place to go for new episodes of this, although we don't post regular on a regular schedule, so you probably don't want to visit it every day just to look when we only post like once every month or something. But um, sometimes we'll post articles there and, and other such things and, and videos. Uh, check the Twitter if you really want to know when things come out. Mm-hmm. And that is all the ways to contact us. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we, we're going to try to record more regularly soonish, but, um, I don't know. Life gets in the way, man, but that's okay. Life is good. And, uh, I'm excited cause I'm going to get to see Mr. Ryan Hogan soon. Oh yeah. And all you guys should be excited for me. So, um, that's, that's been pod- the podcast, man. Do you have any, uh. Any closing thoughts? Any closing thoughts from me? Yeah. yeah, I um, I fucking love this set. They went top down, but it doesn't seem as completely top down as other sets from before. As you said, they they could have had more legendary creatures, more legendary effects, a la Kamigawa, a la what you understand of Greek mythology, Greek and Roman, Greco-Roman mythology. I think they hit the sweet spot. They may have erred on the side of less legendary effects, uh, given how unsuccessful Kamigawa was. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the problem is just that, that that keyword is kind of a pain in the ass to explain to new players. Which one? Legendary. Yeah. It's just it's just a pain it's just a painful mechanic to deal with, and so I, I can understand why they didn't go so full bore on it, but. Especially after the new uh, the new rules changes, where you have people that could have come in, you know, a year or so ago, yeah, and really just gotten cool. used to legendary mechanic and limited format, and then they change it. So I, I like what they did. They played it conservative, but it's um I think it's design wise a good trend to have, where there's a lot more there's a lot more mythology throughout the world throughout history to uh to grow upon and they did it in a way that from what i can tell from the mechanics it's very playable and limited very very playable and limited so yeah still congrats to wizards feeling good um i will say my closing thoughts that this set does not feel like it has quite as many uh not mechanics um Wow, my brain just just got collapsed. Um, what's that word? Archetypes. <laughs> this this set doesn't feel like it has quite as many archetypes as I want it to, but maybe there's some stuff hidden that I'm just not seeing quite yet, which I think is very possible. 
Um, but so far it feels fairly straightforward in that regard. Nothing too off the wall, no spider spawning happening in this set, as far as I can tell. Um, but hey, uh, I think that um, I think it's going to be a good one. I have a good feeling about how this is going to draft, so pretty happy about that. Absolutely. Same here. Same here. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining. Absolutely. And uh, I'll catch you soon. And I'll catch the rest of you some other time, whenever you listen to me next. (laughs) (laughs) See you at the wedding, buddy. Draftcast out!